0: You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.
1: radio.
0: Future of radio. The
1: future
0: the future
2: I know it was probably a borderline fever dream, but it seemed so real. You seemed
0: kind of out of it yesterday. Like you, I was. you were like very functional and you were still very hardworking yeah. and you made sense, but not like all the sense?
2: Yeah. Well, that's that's fairly
0: normal still. Yeah. But
2: I'm saying, no, last night I, I think I was like, uh, I'm on my way out of being sick, but the dream, it was so real. I was in that sugar cane field. <gasps>
0: What a, do you even know um, what a sugarcane field looks like?
2: Not really, but that's what it was in my dream. I picture you like, okay. like frolicking around like a Let me just say this. I spoke Portuguese and there was a woman named Anya. I'll get to it in a, here in a minute. That's Hello so everyone. Weird. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network. and Available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. Thank you for finding us. I'm um, starting to feel a little bit better today. Still a little bit hoarse, but I I'm powering through. I'm getting through it. Feeling better. Still really tired. I'll get into that. You're doing it. You're doing it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it for myself. You're a power player. Damn right. Also, uh, something that I want to say that's of the utmost importance, something that I cannot emphasize enough, that is very important on this day, with the political climate we are in, and this country is so divided, the most important thing we can all do together is go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the Amazon oh, link. It's the uniting factor that can bring this country it back is. together. You it's know, link. Yep, it's with all of the. Link. All of the, the divisiveness and, you know, the vitriol that's out there. It's the one thing we can all agree on that is the best thing we can do. And that's go to FunEmploymentRadio.com and click on the Amazon link anytime you're going to be doing shopping on Amazon. Mr. Jenke, in the live chat, FunEmploymentRadio.com slash live, said, for America, you are correct. It's not just for America. It's for the children of this country and for generations to come. And for the world as a whole to unite and become a better place for all of us, we need to go to FunEmploymentRadio.com and well, click on the like Amazon
0: you doing like... <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> yep. Yep. See, and that's exactly it. That's our new angle. See, so what do you think about that pitch? I like to test out different pitches. I'm going straight for the patriotic. Like everybody can be like, "Yeah, I'm divided about politics, but you're right. I agree. That's the best thing we should do." You know, and then and we we you then know, that's the way that it should yeah, be. Yeah, we take both sides and we just slide them right into going to fundemploymentradio.com. I think that's Amazon good right.
0: because you don't have to pick a side in order to go to fundemploymentradio.com and click. No,
2: you don't have to, to pick a side at all. Mm-hmm. No, no, it's just it's something that we can all unite together. Oh, I was
0: looking. So our friend Melody, who is a patriot. And a fellow proud American says, uh, "I've been <laughs> clicking on the Amazon link on your page, and then it takes me to my Amazon cart, and I place my order." Uh, so she said that she said that she loves the show; she's a huge fan. Thank you, Melody. You know what? We're a huge
2: fan of you. Yes, indeed. Yes. absolutely. Melody, absolutely, you're
0: doing it just right.
2: Thank you for doing, doing this for right, for the country and for what we all. I really like the name Melody for. too. It's a good name.
0: Yeah, I don't. I haven't met very many Melodies, but the ones that I've met, I liked.
2: Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it's a a good name. I'm just saying. Okay. That's all. Fair enough. That's my story. That's a good story. Thank you. Okay. All right, so... There we go, Radio.com. Click on the Amazon link. Coming up, we do have an interview, too, with the lovely Jen.
0: Jen. Jen.
2: Uh, we actually talked Jen, to Jen. Jen, who
0: is, of course, uh, Aaron Dran's better half.
2: Yes, indeed. Yes. And Jen is going to be... Uh, uh, well, we actually talked to her last night because her schedule doesn't work out that she can come in here live, but she's going to be talking about a really cool event coming up on Thursday. So we'll be playing that here in just a few minutes. But let's get back to what I was talking about here. So, yeah, I've... You know, I've been kind of sick over the weekend and starting to get a little bit better now. But last night, you know, this has kind of been a recurring segment here on the show where I talk about my very strange, bizarre dreams that I've been having. Mm -hmm. And this is another one that's really I don't know what to think about it. So I'm going to turn this over. I'm going to I'm going to explain what happened. Okay. And I want some interpretation here or somebody to explain what's going on with me, why I'm having this. So, well, you're
0: insane. <clears throat> I mean, besides being insane.
2: Besides insane. Okay. There's, there's more besides to the it. the whole insanity. Right. Handle. I think there's more to it than just gotcha. being insane. And so this happened uh, last night. And the dream it was another one of those all night dreams where it lasted the entire night. And it starts off with me waking up in my dream in a field what I presume to be a sugarcane field in Brazil. And I know I'm in Brazil. I just, I know that. I know I'm down in Brazil. And it's like a farm and a sugarcane field. And I'm walking around. There's other people that are like, got machetes and they're cutting sugarcane down, which I don't even know if that's how you do it. But in my dream, that's what, how it worked. I don't even know what sugarcane looks like. It's like Let stocks, it I think.
0: You think, exactly. You can't say like, well, it's like stocks, I think.
2: I think that's what it is. I think it's like stocks. I picture like, them
0: being like stock, like sparkly candy stocks.
2: No, I think it's like Like, like corn, sugary candy stocks. Like corn stocks. I mean, it's can... just one big stock and you like cut it down. I thought that's mm. what sugar cane was. Um, somebody in the chat just posted a picture of sugar cane. That's, that's what it looked like in my dream. That's exactly what it was in my dream. Same. So it was. So it was a sugar cane, which is weird. I've never been to a sugar cane field. Um, so anyway... I'm in a sugarcane field, and there's all these people working, and they're they're chopping stuff down. And I'm walking around, and I walk up to one of the workers, and I have a machete in my hand. Like I know I'm supposed to be working, and I asked this guy where I was supposed to be, and he spoke to me in Portuguese, and I understood it, and I spoke all right. back.
0: He spoke to you in what you believed in your crazy brain to be Portuguese. In my,
2: well, in my crazy dream to be Portuguese. Yeah, I thought it was I thought it was Portuguese, and so I started talking to the guy, and uh, and it wasn't English. I mean, I don't speak Portuguese at all. I might be able to recognize it if I heard it, but I thought he was speaking Portuguese and I spoke back and I was speaking in the language he was speaking. It wasn't English.
0: Okay. So that was like the fill in the blanks, Mad Libs of your, of your fever dream was like, what is it? What are you speaking? Portuguese.
2: Portuguese was what it was. Okay. Yeah. And so he told me where to go and I go over there and then this girl comes up and I'm like, Oh, I know her because I'm related to her. And so it was this girl. It was it was strange. Like this girl walked up, and I was like, I know, I I know, her like as a friend or family or something like that. Very pretty girl. And she walked up to me, and she started speaking, and and she was like, Hey, how are you doing? And I realized like I was related to her, but like through some kind of a distant marriage, like not blood related, but like somehow. So is this we were your related? crazy
0: brain, like trying to give, justify the fact that you could still? Um
2: that I thought she was hot in my you dream. you could still
0: have relations with her?
2: I don't know. No, like, I don't oh, think so. We were so.
0: related, but not by blood, so it's totally fine. It was but like I remember one of those distant being, relatives. I
2: remember that being a specific thing in my dream. and That is such a weird specific this, thing. It was so weird. So weird. And her name was Anya. Not not Anna, not Anna. Anya. Anya. With like, you know, the N with the uh, squiggly thing, to be specific about it. Uh, Anya. I'm sorry, what is that what? called? What is that called? The N with the... The squiggly thing. Oh, that, like an enye? The, yeah. yeah what, what do you call that?
0: I, I don't I always forget what it's called. The end with the squiggly thing. I don't know.
2: Well, that's what I just said. It's
0: enye. That's what it is.
2: Well, I know how you say it. I'm saying, what is that called? It's like a connected umlaut. Yes. a little wiggly. Oh, my God. Well, you're the one that claims to be half Spanish teacher. Well, you know what? Also, I'm a teacher, which
0: means you should be learning. I don't need to tell you all of the answers.
2: Oh, my God. I would think that would be like basic Spanish to know what that part is. Anyway, it was Anya. And Anya, um, like... Uh, it's, like a, a,
0: it's a tilde, by
2: the way. What? You just made this up. You're probably not even saying it correctly. Mm, I am. Oh, huh. Sure you are. Mm-hmm. Sure you are. All right. Anyway, Anya and I are are hanging out. We're talking, you know, and I've got this big machete in my hand, and I'm cutting down sugar cane. I'm just like chopping away at it, cutting this down. And she's like, hey, why don't you come into the house? Let's let's because go we're get not blood
0: related. Would you like to play with my breasts?
2: <laughs> no, that wasn't part of the dream. That was not part of the dream. Uh, no, we walked in. We went into the house and we're walking around and and hanging out and we we eat food and she serves me cornbread, which it doesn't make any sense at all. Cornbread. I don't even know if you eat cornbread in Brazil. I've never been to Brazil. I don't know if that's a part of the culture or not. But she she gave me fresh cornbread. And oh, so Anya sitting Anya did there. give
0: you the fresh cornbread. Anya gave she? me
2: fresh cornbread, and she's. What did
0: that cornbread taste
2: like? It's not. If this were it's, okay, it's being noted in the chat, we don't want to hear about your Brazilian porn dreams. If this was going to be a porn dream, I wouldn't be talking about it. It's not a. It's not a porn dream. Tell us more about Anya's. Anya was very nice. Bread. She gave me some cornbread, and totally
0: we, not blood related. By the way, we're eating in a not kitchen, not blood related
2: at we're all. We are sitting in a kitchen and we ate some cornbread. I mean, that's that's. Oh, they ate that cornbread. Oh my God! You're turning this into a disturbing dream. Now I'm gonna have a really weird dream about Anya tonight. But anyway, so what else did Anya feed you? She well, we had cornbread, mm-hmm. and we hung out for a bit, and then and then we then a bunch of other people showed up, oh. like a bunch of my relatives Anya showed up. So this is why this is now over. you with this kind of thing. This is kind of making it really uncomfortable for me. No, like some other relatives showed up and they were hanging out, and it was like a like they had all flown down to Brazil to hang out.
0: Did and, you say cornbread or? Oh my God! Porn bread. Thanks, <laughs> thanks, Bill. Well, wow, that's
2: that's really a, that's really a stretch. <laughs> Porn bread. <laughs> All right. So anyway. Porn bread <laughs> is the best thing. Ever. Porn bread is not the best thing. Oh ever. Oh my god! Porn bread is That's terrible. That's what we need to name this episode: is. porn bread.
0: <laughs> porn bread.
2: There's no porn involved in this. Like it's not. I don't know. You're like being dream.
0: very, very specific that we're not blood related. Like, why would you be so specific? Because I thought about she
2: that? was hot in my dream. It was weird. Okay, you're making it weirder though. Anyway, I'm still speaking Portuguese. Anya, eating cornbread. Yes. No cornbread. God damn it. Anyway, we're hanging out. We're eating cornbread. More people show up. I mean, I, then I have to go out. To are the they barn. blood related? <clears throat> yes. Some people are. But some of them aren't. Are some the ones of them that are.
0: aren't are the ones that aren't blood related? Are they also <coughs> as hot as Anya?
2: <laughs> no. There's just other people there.
0: Can you describe Anya? It's being asked.
2: Uh, I don't know.
0: What made Anya so? I'm not going into this. This Hot. is weird. Well, she wasn't your blood relative, so you're fine. I'm
2: trying to think of who she would look like for an actress.
0: Would she look like that girl that mm. you were googling all the pictures of?
2: Uh wait, what girl that I was Googling all the pictures of?
0: When you got caught uh doing your taxes?
2: Oh. No, I can't remember her name. no, it's not that girl. No, no. She was um she would look kind of like let me think. Who is that that woman from um uh, Desperate Housewives, Terry Hatcher? Not Terry Hatcher. The one with Think the big Brazilian, Brazilian. Think of a uh, more—I don't—I don't know what the right word to say would be. But um, no, uh, she was married to Tony Parker.
0: Oh, Eva Mendes. Eva Longoria. Longoria.
2: <laughs> kind of like that. Okay. Kind of like that. That's—that's that's how she kind of looked.
0: Okay.
2: Yeah, I would say that's—that's that's fairly close. Can anyway. You just over
0: there, googling women right now. Yes, I. I
2: I know there was no resilient on Desperate Housewives. That's not what I, my point. You're asking me to describe what Anya looked like. Well, she she looked like on. Oh, that's what she looked like. So anyway, I was done talking to Anya, and then I had to go out. Stop with the porn music! Oh my god, I'm trying to figure out what this dream meant. It's not that. I know it's not that. And so, so I went out. So I went out to the barn, and I had to go get more machetes for everybody, and then I had to go back out to the field and give all the other workers a bunch of machetes! How is that a porn- You had to give the other workers his machete. No, I gave that. they needed more machetes, because they weren't yeah, getting they their- I did. They weren't getting their work done, and suddenly I was kind of in charge, you and so to I had- You to make them
0: get their work done.
2: With this machete. <laughs> I gave all the workers machetes. Yeah, you did. So they could keep on cutting down the sugar cane.
0: Like cut that sugar cane.
2: And then, I mean, this was, this was the dream. Like, I knew everybody was hanging out, having a big party inside, but there had to be some work done, and so this guy pulls up with a truck, and we loaded it with sugar cane, and Anya and I helped, and then we got in the truck, and we drove off with the guy in the truck. I'll just leave it there. What does this mean? What is that talking about?
0: Uh, do you have any not-blood-related cousin that you might be mildly attracted to?
2: <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no. That's there's nothing like that. <laughs> No, I would think the more important thing would be to focus uh, on the shudder. on the Brazilian side. I, I think would be the more uh, the more of the issue. I
0: think maybe that you're well, i I think that that it was absolutely a fever dream. And I think you probably want to travel and you're probably reading some sort of National Geographic or something before you went to bed, and it was probably really something about sugarcane or Brazil or speaking in Portuguese, and that incorporated itself
2: into your mind. Yeah, but I wasn't, though. I wasn't yesterday.
0: You read so many random things that you forget about. Like, you're always reading weird shit all the time. This
2: is true. I do read a lot of and weird shit. And I don't shit. think that you
0: remember, yeah, like half the stuff that you read.
2: Well, I don't know what this one means. Yeah, you're you're right. I do read a lot of weird shit. You know what I've been kind of ashamed of myself for lately? I am the biggest consumer of clickbait on Facebook. I will click on all of those what articles. What do you mean? Like clickbait. Like stupid things like, oh, you won't believe these top 15 weird stories about uh, couples breaking up. And I click on it and I read them all. And I'll go through all 15 of them. Or if there's 30, I will go through all 30 of them. Why? I don't know. I'm kind of disappointed in like myself. Celebrity like celebrity stuff? Mm, you don't even care
0: about... Cel- do you care about celebrity no, stuff? No, I
2: don't. No. No, I don't really. And I, but yet I will click on these things. I found myself doing it lately. And normally, you know, I try to read at least educate myself on something, but no, I'm I'm stuck read I, I read all the clickbait. I things. think
0: all of this is kind of showing the fact maybe you're a little stir crazy. Like if you're trying to like switch up the norm a little mm. like you're trying to mix it up, like I mean okay. you know, because that what is completely opposite of your life is you being in Brazil cutting down sugar cane. <laughs> and doing, like, clickbait stuff. Like, I think maybe...
2: <laughs> Somebody in the chat just said, 20 weird fever dreams of Greg Nibbler, number nine, will shock you. <laughs> That's <laughs> <Yes>. pretty good. <laughs> but, no, yeah, I've been... I've, I've really, I'd, like, click on everything.
0: Ooh, our, our, our pal Lin, uh, Ben mm-hmm. in the chat looked up some uh, okay. some dream definitions. <clears throat> Thank you. Uh, ben writes, In a dream, sugarcane means toiling and suffering, rabbling or clamor in the area in which is seen in the dream. So, do you feel like you're uh, clamoring in Brazil?
2: No, See. Well, not Brazil.
0: Sugarcane in a dream also could represent a noble lineage, acquiring an honorable knowledge, or earn, uh, earning spiritual advancement.
2: Spiritual advancement? Hmm. Like I'm getting ready to start a cult? Like that no, kind of. No, you're
0: not getting ready to start a cult. Okay. I don't think that's not advanced. No.
2: Acquiring an honorable knowledge. Well, I am very honorable and knowledgeable. I what? mean, I think that would kind of work. A noble lineage. That makes sense. Um, maybe I descend from uh, some kind of king. Do you? Well, mm. we can't say for sure. Pretty sure I don't descend from anybody from Brazil, but you never know. Maybe oh I do. Boy. Maybe See, I do. Greg,
0: we're both growing up, so like you're finding out, you're you're acquiring knowledge, and I'm.
2: <laughs> what we're both growing. Where did?
0: Well, because what? I'm saying, like, you feel like you're, you know, you're growing as a person because you're uh, you're becoming more <laughs> spiritual and acquiring knowledge. I feel like I'm growing as a person because, Greg, I have to tell you, so you know how we've joked about on the show for, like, years and years how I'm kind of maybe a little bit of a hoarder because I have a lot of stuff in my apartment? Uh, not a little
2: bit. You are a hoarder.
0: No, I'm not a hoarder. You're, and it's you're. not, it's like garbage or, like, anything like that or food. Hoarders I do.
2: don't think it's garbage either. That's why they're it's, hoarders. I have a lot of
0: clothes <laughs> and shoes.
2: <laughs> like and it's so, not a hoarder doesn't sit there and think, "Oh, look at all this crap. I'm just going to throw it in my house." No. Those are treasures, they're treasures. <laughs> that they're holding on Greg, to.
0: I really feel like I'm kind of starting to get a little bit of more control of my um my hoarding and my <coughs> uh my obsessive compulsiveness with hanging on to things. And I have started to be able to actually get rid of stuff. So last night I spent so for the past couple of weeks I've actually been cleaning out my apartment because I have a very teeny tiny studio apartment here in Southeast Portland and I realized okay. like at one point I just kind of looked around I'm like I just have too much shit <laughs> I have too many clothes I have hoarder. too much stuff I have too many pairs of shoes that I just keep moving from like place to place hoarder. that I don't please stop saying hoarder so I'm saying you're getting a you might be reaching your spiritual uh, you know enlightenment your awakening or whatever <laughs> but I uh, today I'm actually dropping off this is going to be my sixth garbage bag of uh, full of stuff that
2: I am donating. 6 garbage bags? Yeah, that like I'm what donating. What kind of stuff are, are you getting rid of?
0: Um books, shoes, <coughs> belts, hats, dresses, skirts, shirts, everything. Like I'm just I wow. started yes! sunglasses? Sunglasses. I did no put some way. sunglasses in there. Uh-huh. You got
2: rid of some sunglasses? Uh-huh,
0: because you know what, Greg? I'm 36 years old now. I am in my mid to late 30s now. Being
2: asked did you throw away any old milk?
0: I haven't purchased milk in quite some time. <laughs> I'm off the milk now.
2: Oh, you're off milk. Okay.
0: Yeah, I had a weird glass of milk like a year and a half ago, and I haven't been able to go back. Oh, God. That's just what happens. Okay. Yeah. All right. No, I mean, there's nothing that's going bad in my kitchen because okay. I don't have any food in there. <clears throat> so. so you're
2: getting rid of some of your treasures.
0: I'm getting rid of some of my treasures because I've always been afraid to let go of some of my treasures. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I realize now, like, as my things are going to go a little less cl- like, cluttered, uh-huh. I'm feeling a little bit better. Okay. So I do have to say, yeah. Well, that's
2: good. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's a good thing that you're doing then.
0: So we're both kind of growing.
2: Right? <laughs> what is this we're both growing? Don't lump me into this, like, <laughs> with this weird thing you're I doing here. I feel like I'm
0: more, uh, I'm more in tune spiritually. You're grown
2: now. up, by the way. That's not, that's not a <laughs> Am thing. Am I?
0: I'm, a, I'm 36. I'm old. Well, that you're old. That doesn't mean I'm okay. grown up. Yes. Fair Fair point. Uh-huh. Fair point. Oh, yeah. I some of the, I know some people who are, like, almost 50 who are not grown up. Yeah. Who are in their fifties that aren't growing up? Yep. Yeah.
2: Well, good for you. I'm. I'm excited for you. Thanks,
0: so Greg. That's all I wanted to talk about.
2: Six garbage bags.
0: I'm really proud of myself. You, you know should how, be. Like, no, that's great. And they're not like the little teeny tiny like uh, like kitchen like the like the skinny little kitchen garbage. Like they're the full on big garbage bags. And oh I'm wow. Filled it with stuff. So hopefully. Somebody will appreciate them as much as I have.
2: So what are people going to find when they uh, like when you dump these I treasures I actually did off? go
0: to Goodwill and I saw this belt I'm like, oh, I used to have a belt like that. I'm like, oh, that is my belt. Because I, <laughs> <laughs> I donated it like last a you know, while back. I don't know, like dresses and shirts and things. Okay. Yeah, you know, little pieces of me.
2: Ew. That's a weird way to put it. Mm-hmm. There's, so there's little pieces of you all over Goodwill's all over the region right now. Yes. Ew. Mhm. That is disturbing. Thanks. All right. All well, right. you can go find things at Goodwill with Sarah, or you can come on down to Jen's event. It's happening at the Hollywood Theater. It is the Rebel Craft Rumble, which is part of Scrap PDX, and it's happening this Thursday at um, at the Hollywood Theater. Yes. And it's going to be really, really cool. So uh, we, we talked to Jen about this last night, and I will say the interview starts off with her incorrectly being happy about some song that Sarah came up with, which was wrong. Oh, it was wrong.
0: no, it's not wrong. It's, wrong. it's right. She, she was the one that brought it up. So
2: that's how it kind of starts off.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that doesn't make it wrong just because, you know, you're over there making up all these songs and it just doesn't have the same stick-to-itiveness no, that my ribbing, beautiful song it does did. There's
2: no stick-to-itiveness. It is just wrong. But regardless, the interview was great. So yes. why don't we go ahead and play this? This is Jen right here. On fun employment radio Woo! you're listening to the fun employment radio network that's not an actual song. I just want to make sure that's clear. I think that
0: anything can be an actual song. I don't know, but this coming from a guy who plays in a fake band.
2: Oh. I'm not oh, sure. Oh, and. If can really
0: qualify what is a song.
2: Muted. All right. Joining us right now on Fun Employment Radio, we have the lovely Jen. Hello.
1: Hello. Sarah's Squatch, Squatch Watch. That is not a song. Sarah's Squatch, Squatch Watches are my watch. thing. If they were your thing, you would probably have a catchy theme song. <laughs> or you might have picked up on that story before she did. Exactly, Jen. And like I didn't even have to look <laughs> that hard for it. No, that was clearly it. not a
2: Sasquatch. We established that you didn't do enough research. You yes, didn't do that. Yes, but everything that, that you watch.
1: have ever talked about about Sasquatch—so much
2: it's research, true. hours it's upon so hours true. of research goes into that.
1: I can't believe that you don't have a thing for every single bird watching cam in the country.
2: Oh, I know. I know. Yeah, you I have something I, tied up with it.
1: I expect you to have like a full wall of monitors. Oh, we need that a network. Just, uh, yes.
2: Oh, I should get together on one of my websites and see if we can form a network for that. Well,
0: you could probably join some sort of squatch like watching, uh-huh. like webcam thing. I could. Or, then it would turn into like some weird like squatch porn thing. Yeah, like, I don't know. They're <laughs> all sitting there watching like, live. Cameras. Some of like,
2: those guys, I don't know if I want to be associated sesqu- with
0: <laughs> a <sexy> sasquatch tonight.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I've got a sighting on camera number seventy-two. <laughs> it's
0: like some guy's balls.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Oh okay. wow, that, that just,
0: sounds dirty. Wow. Now
2: you change it into uh, chat roulette, and I don't know about that.
0: Well, it would be chat roulette, but with squatches, pretty okay. much, yeah. All right. We're
2: tainting what uh, Jen came in here to talk about.
1: Oh, right.
2: Jen. She, we can never taint
0: Jen. And why did you, that you say don't taint?
1: Don't say that word either. I know. God. <laughs> it's
2: a terrible word. <laughs> All right. Well, let's talk about what's going on. <laughs> what's what's coming up here on Thursday?
1: On Thursday. On Thursday. So, uh, Thursday, October
0: 13th. I like how everyone knows, by the way, like who you are by j- us just saying the lovely Jen. Okay. You yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: else. Okay, yeah, maybe I can, maybe, everyone should know who I am, so lovely Jen. Um, yeah, I damn am, right. Yeah. Give us some background. <laughs> Give us some background, lovely Jen. Yeah, um, okay, and so I'm married to Erin Duran, and I'm also on, uh, every once in a while, I'm on the uh, Geek in the City podcast. Awesome. But one of my big passions is working for Scrap, the School and Community Reuse Action Project. And... They're just like this most amazing uh, community organization where they take materials in from the community and from businesses, and they are now craft supplies. They do educational outreach. Let's say that a company overran, um, you know, printed too many postcards. Instead of sending them to the landfill, they can be used for uh, school projects to actually be making things through them. So if you go there... It's like office supplies and fabric and all kinds of crazy things. That's cool. Man, it's so sweet. That's so cool. The prices are reasonable, so that anyone in the community can just go in there and get the materials that they need in order to do craft projects.
0: And it's always kind of a surprise too, right? Because I see like all the fu- like the fun things that you get to find because you never really quite know what you'll find.
1: You really can't. Mm. You know, I'll walk in there. I'm like, oh my gosh, where did this come from? <laughs> I need to build a project. Like, I will walk in there and I will see something and I'll just be inspired. Like, I'm going to go home and make. <laughs> this bird feeder for my garden that I wasn't even thinking about—you know, I didn't know I needed a bird feeder—but now that I see these materials at scrap, I need a bird feeder, and I'm going to make it. It's going to be brilliant. And actually, so this is some of the spirit that inspires the Rebel Craft Rumble, which is the the fundraiser that is coming up this week on Thursday, October
2: 13th.
0: Heck yeah, awesome. the Hollywood Theater, which is of course one of the best venues in town.
2: Absolutely, mm-hmm. Rebel Craft Rumble is an awesome name. Yeah, that it's, is a great name. It's pretty sweet. So
0: <laughs> Greg just are, wants to get up on stage and go like, Rebel Craft Rumble. Rebel Craft
1: Rumble. With like the mic dropping down from the ceiling. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know, there. You know, it's entirely possible. You, you know, maybe okay. you can share the stage with. Uh, so Pepper Pepper is going to be the MC this year. Ooh, MC. Uh, he's uh, he slash she is just kind of amazing performance artist. Pepper okay. Pepper. Yeah, Pepper Pepper. Okay, I'm them up. And uh, so Pepper Pepper agreed to be our MC. We really like having kind of a fabulous MC for this kind of keep things moving along. There will be um, four pre-qualified teams of two people each. They've kind of changed up the. Um, Ah, uh, the way that the contest works. Previously, it was just one competitor, you know, for each heat. And I've actually competed in the event twice. It's, it's really intense. So the way that it works is that there's multiple heats where, you'll go in and you're given a craft challenge. Like one of the challenges that I was given as a competitor is, here are all these materials. Make a rain jacket. Make it fashionable. Make it in
2: 10 minutes. Go. Well, so you cool. don't know what you're going to get ahead of time. You it's have just like- no idea. Oh, wow. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It's
0: pretty neat. So and you had rain jacket, so you had to make a rain jacket. I, I had, had to, to make
2: materials. a rain jacket. In 10 materials.
1: In 10 minutes. And Damn. how did it go? I lost. Oh, but <laughs> I, I I had fun, barely. though. See, the thing is, so technically I lost, but my friends brought me beer immediately after I left the stage, so everything was totally so, fine. Wow. Yeah. You know yeah. lose with friends.
2: <laughs> now, does everybody get the same materials when you do that, or does each person get different materials or a different challenge or...
1: So, it's going to start out with, so there's going to be the first heat, which is two teams of two competing against each other, and there'll be a challenge. Okay. Like, let's, um, I don't want to spoil the challenges for this year, but we'll say the rain jacket challenge. Mm -hmm. So, both teams are given the same set of materials, and they're given, you know, a time. It's like, you have to finish this. And while they're working on the challenges, usually we have cameras who will actually be kind of closely showing what's oh, cool. happening. I mean, you've seen like so some of the reality like shows. On the right, so it'll be up on the screen and in the meantime, there's a lot of other things kind of running around. They'll be selling raffle tickets. There are some amazing raffle prizes this year. So, like, if you want to go and stay at the Coast or there's uh, one of the artists who works at Scrap does uh, clothing design. She's raffling off one of her custom dresses amazing Very raffle cool. prizes, and you could possibly go to jail. We have a... <laughs> and I'll explain, I'll explain. Okay, okay, so, isn't that always
2: a possibility? Uh, so, yeah, it's always
1: possible. but in this case, it's good jail, where it's, you know, it's, kind of, it's a craft jail, and so let's say I wanted to throw someone under the bus, like, okay, well, you know, let's take Greg off to jail, and you would have to pay bail in order to get out, and all the money actually goes. Oh, wow. This craft, we might give you okay. a fun sticker or something for making it out of craft jail. <laughs> so it's going to be a few, you know, little side activities, and um, You know, we've got a handful of celebrity judges. The judges can be bribed. This is actually part of the event where when the competitors come up, they bring bribery to the judges. So they can kind of, you know, it's like, hey, you know, here's some bribes. (laughs) You know, think (laughs) that's awesome. Yeah, think nicely of me during the competition when the last time that I went or that I was a competitor, I made candy sushi, like very excruciating it's like you do rice krispie. God, Jen, like you don't have enough on your plate, right? To make. I know, yeah, I know, yeah. Candy, and Kraft, sushi. It's
0: candy sushi.
1: Yeah, and so I did candy sushi as my bribe to the judges. And you know, you go and you do this fabulous and you present like, here I am a competitor and look, I'm already crafty and I'm going to show you how much craftier I can be when I get into the competition. Smart. Yeah. So there'll be three rounds this year, and the competitors will go head to head, and then there'll be a champion from each round, and then the winners from the first two rounds will go head to head in the final. Uh, competition. So how did wow. they get
0: chosen to, like, get to this final point? Have there been a series of rounds leading up to this?
1: Uh, no, actually, so what they did is they had to fill out, you know, a lovely uh, form, but they had to make a video. So a one-minute video explaining uh, why they were crafty, why they were worthy, and... Uh, and showing kind of, what, like, what they could do? Right, pretty much, yeah. Um, it's kind of fun, actually, to see the videos. I think you can see them um, when you go to the Scrap uh, Facebook page, and so... Once they're selected, we kind of promote who these competitors are, and they start trash-talking. Oh, oh really? You know, nice. Like, trash-talking, like, I think one of the teams is, like, runs with scissors or something like that. It's like, yeah, I'm going to cut you up all one side <laughs> and down the other. I'm going to leave you in stitches. That You know, that kind of very friendly nice. banter, you know. Scrap humor. Very, yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> it's all, it's craft, craft humor. Yeah, it's, it's craft humor.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so this is happening. This is Thursday. So doors are at 630. And then it starts at 7, and then it's just going to be these people competing against each other.
1: Yeah. And there there are beer. You can bribe the judges also. So let's say that you come in and you have a favorite team. You can actually bribe the judges on behalf of your favorite team. Nice. So Whoa. one year I was there, and the judges just had just lots and loads and loads and loads of beer on their table because... <laughs> You know, everyone wanted to bribe the judges it's a to good make sure thing. that the team won. Their yeah, as
0: a, as a person who's been a judge for many different competitions, I, right. I <laughs> will always accept a good b- oh, bribe. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, so yeah even it, if so you so not well supposed great.
2: to. Yeah. Yes,
0: absolutely. <laughs> well, and you're not competing this year, but you're going to be, as you were saying, kind of like the Vanna, if you
1: will. Yeah, I will be, be a Vanna. I think I will have help. So in order to facilitate the, you know, making sure that the craft challenges happen quickly so that the audience doesn't get bored. Not that you'd get bored with beer, but... Right. Anyway, so I'm going to be helping by bringing some of the materials on stage and off stage. I'll be kind of like a very colorful stagehand. Nice. With flair. Very cool. Also, do do you know what you're going to wear yet? I have some ideas. I mean, I've got this crazy costume closet in my basement that I've been looking at. I'm like, all right, do I go with the corset and the taffeta dress? (laughs) or do I go kind of more coin belt sort of belly dancey thing. I'm not exactly sure yet. And You guys have
0: a magical basement it's just is it just half full of like Aaron's beer and then half full of your costumes.
1: Yeah, pretty, pretty much. much. <laughs> yeah, pretty <laughs> much. Well, and there's Aaron costumes there too. I think this says a lot about who we are mm-hmm. in that you look almost anywhere in our house and there's probably bits of costume and just random creative stuff that's that's why it's
0: always so fun to go to your house because you never know like around every corner there's something new and interesting to look at
1: yeah my friends ask me what are you going to do for Halloween I'm like I don't care about Halloween I could dress up any time of year I want to
0: (laughs) (laughs) that is
2: a good point
1: yeah but seriously are you going to dress up for Halloween no 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 Mm. I'm, I'm going to be traveling, so I'll be in a plane, and I'm not going to care. So oh, be, yeah, that's true. I will be dressed up as a very, very tired traveler. Gym, <laughs> very that's tired that's pretty. very Yeah, a <laughs> very tired American traveler. That will be what I will be dressed up as. But actually, so speaking of dressing up for things, though, it is not unheard of for people to dress up when they come to Rebel Craft Rumble.
2: Nice. Ooh. Sometimes
1: they'll wear just really kind of very bright, colorful things. There will be a craft cop running around in, you know, costume <laughs> and garb. A craft cop? A craft cop, yeah, because if you want to go to craft jail, you know, they'll have to. Oh, yeah, happen, you need yeah, the craft cop. We need okay. a craft cop. I Makes did that sense. one year. I had this big, crazy, furry vest, and uh, they gave me a sheriff's <laughs> badge, and I think I lost it. But I also had, a, uh, a like, a huge belt buckle that <laughs> I'd made myself, and I'd put my name, like, I think I'd done, like, rubber stamps of my name on this huge <laughs> cardboard belt buckle. It awesome. was awesome. <laughs> so costumes are encouraged. Bribery is encouraged. Just come and uh, cheer on your favorite uh, crafty people, and nice. if you don't have a favorite crafty person yet, you can identify one when you get there. Absolutely,
0: yeah. And the money goes to a good cause. It's really affordable. It's uh, just twelve bucks to get in. Oh, that's
2: a great deal. Yeah,
0: and you can go drink beer over twenty one. Um, yeah, so yep. it starts doors at six thirty. Uh, the show starts at seven. You get to see the lovely Jen, and I'm sure is going to be an amazing
1: costume. Of course, of course, of course. or obvious, outfit, you know, And outfits. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe I'll reprise the uh, the costume that I did when I wore, a co- or what I wore when I competed. I actually did my eye makeup so I looked kind of like an anime character, because you can do this makeup where it just kind of takes out your eyebrows and makes your eyeball, or you oh. make your eyelids go up to like mid-forehead. Uh, oh, weird. It's, yeah. Trippy. All right, yeah. you should probably do that. Yeah. that's, that's So what we'll thinking. see. Anyway. But it's not about me; it's about the competition and the fundraising. But if you want to come and see me in costume, you're totally welcome to do so. <laughs>
0: and where's the best place for people to pick up tickets and just find all of the information they can find about it?
1: So you can go to Scrap, which is at 16th and Alder, or you can go to um, ScrapPDX at or ScrapPDX dot org.
2: Scrappdx.org. Yes, You can buy tickets there. there.
1: I think you can also go to the Hollywood Theater website and pick up tickets. Okay. Very cool. And
2: we'll put a link, too, on Mm -hmm. uh, this post on our site, too, at Fun Employment Radio, so you can link right there as well. But that's so cool, Jim, awesome. Thanks for telling us about this. this is really course, awesome. yeah,
1: <laughs> it's really really fun.
0: And maybe it'll <laughs> inspire you if you don't know like what you're going to dress up for Halloween yet. Maybe you
1: can see like be surrounded by all these creative, crafty people and get yeah. yourself an idea.
0: Yeah, see all the colorful creativity.
1: Yeah, I've seen the challenges that they're going to use for the competition this year. They're actually they're really really good. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. Sweet. Maybe, That's maybe this I'll tell Thursday. you off mic. Or maybe I will make you guys come on Thursday night. For I think know, that I <laughs>
2: we should probably
1: go.
0: So Thursday, October thirteenth, here in town at the Hollywood Theater. Awesome. Nice. All right. We'll be back in a bit with more Fun Employment <laughs> thanks,
1: Radio. Thanks, Jen. Oh, thanks, guys.
2: You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. All right, there we go. Jen right here on Fun Employment Radio. Awesome. Yeah, that
0: sounds like a really cool
2: thing. No, it does sound fun. I I don't know what I would do though. That would be a lot of pressure if I were on stage and had to like come up with something that quick. I don't know if I'd be able to do it.
0: Well, because you're not like a crafty, you know, I mean, you're not making crafts out of like random things all the no. time. Like these are people who are the best of the best at what they do. No,
2: but I'm thinking about what I would do. Oh god. I don't even want to know what you would try to do. I would panic. That's yes. what <laughs> I would. Happen. That's, that's what would happen.
0: my friends. Hi, how are ya? My name is Sarah X Dylan. Welcome. To my world of crazy. Crazy. Alright, speaking of people who aren't very unique, of course there is this clown thing that is going on all over the place.
2: The you clown know, thing is going pretty crazy. I it's mean it's going
0: pretty crazy. Like it's it's the new Pokemon Go. Like now <laughs> every story is about this goddamn clown thing.
2: Yeah, I mean, I've seen a bunch of videos popping up too online that are clearly fake, where it's like people beating up clowns. Mm-hmm. There's one that was, since I click on everything that ever shows up on Facebook, uh, the one, there's one going around where it's this guy in line at like a McDonald's or something, and a clown walks up to him, and it makes it look like he beats the clown, like slaps the clown to the ground. But it's so so fake so
0: orchestrated so
2: orchestrated
0: most of them look like it too so that's what I was when I was looking at this one I was wondering if this was real or not because if it was real it's really fucked up but I hope that this is just like some elaborate kind of prank that somebody just submitted the video footage of Okay. so this happened in Texas and there's video footage of somebody's security system of a clown walking around outside of their property with a huge butcher knife trying to break into their house like testing all of the doors while dressed as a clown
2: Okay, this was in Texas?
0: This was in Texas. You would
2: be shot in Texas. There's no way that's real.
0: Yeah, so it says it captured the moment that a killer clown, armed with a huge knife, tried to enter a family home through the front door. And then it was unable to get through the front door, tried to go through the side and the back doors.
2: I just assume that every house in Texas is an armory and that there's no way if they noticed somebody. Or was this like surveillance camera and they weren't home?
0: Uh, They were asleep It was 2.30 in the morning Oh, okay Yeah, so the surveillance cameras uh, Recorded the scenes around 2.30 in the morning And showed a figure dressed as a clown Walking up to the door And trying out the handle Uh, Wearing a face full of white makeup And an orange wig The clown realizes the door is locked in the video And then makes its way around to the side of the house Still holding a knife in his hand Opens the back uh, gate Attempting to open several doors Surrounding the property When he discovers all of them are securely locked He finally gives up And makes his way out of the garden
2: you know what the, the pers- next... What? Oh, go ahead.
0: Oh, no, I was going to say the person who posted the video uh, said, This morning I noticed my back gate was open. I checked my surveillance cameras and found someone in a clown costume was trying to get into my house.
2: I mean, that's fucked up. If that's real, that is... That guy deserves to get shot almost at that point. Oh, yeah. But, uh...
0: Oh, what? if somebody was testing my door handle of my apartment building... Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a stabbing.
2: For sure. Yeah, no, that's a stabbing. hmm Um... I think though, I think this like the clown thing's happening right now. After it comes out, the new it, um, you know, then I think this will kind of wrap up.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: I'm going to tell you what my prediction is for the next thing: ninjas. We're going to start having ninjas. Ninjas Ninjas are going to make a comeback.
0: Ninjas for years. Ninjas Ninjas are making a comeback. Ninjas were never even that popular to begin with.
2: Ninjas will be making a comeback. It's going to be ninjas. Everybody's going to be dressing up as ninjas. And you'll see them outside of houses. They'll be scaling walls. Although, they'll be bad ninjas because you'll see them, usually. This is America. Sm- you're not We're not, not going to be able
0: to find that many lithe people to be able to climb up the walls. Well, that's why people can be clowns so easily. because saying... There isn't much effort that you have to put Well, in.
2: that's why I'm saying people are going to see that they're not going to be the best ninjas out there. You're not going to hire them for any assassinations. It's going to be a bunch of people walking around in ninja suits. But it is ninjas that we have to worry about.
0: Uh, It was uh, mentioned in the chat that the clown epidemic is maybe uh, being put out there to distract from other things in the country. I don't believe anyone's distracted from anything else that's happening in the country. Wait, I can't. Somebody, I can't get away from wait, wait, everything wait, wait,
2: wait. else. Wait, I'm sorry. What was, the, what was the that? Was cla-
0: it that the clown epidemic is being so highly publicized by the media Should to distract from the real things? The that Obama
2: happening. administration not only orchestrated a hurricane, well, wasn't, but it's now but I've seen facilitating like a clown that, yeah. revolution in order to distract us from the truth of the chemtrails that are affecting all of us. Wow. Yeah. So the, also Obama's a lizard man
0: I wish that the clowns were doing a better <laughs> job then, Because I cannot get away from all the shit That is happening in the world right now No amount of clowns has been able to distract that uh, So anyway This is not just happening in the United States And in Texas this is happening all over the world There are lots of sightings in the UK And the rise of the phenomenon has been boosted In no small part by people sharing pictures of clown sightings Be them real Or of course a lot of them are just fake ones That people are putting together uh, so some they're sharing them on social media. So uh, some are calling them harmless pranks, while others have branded the incidents a menace. Of course, this all started back in August in North Carolina.
2: Something bad's going to happen on Halloween. On
0: Halloween? Yep. Mm, I don't know. Yep. Well, I mean, for as much as this, is the, this clown epidemic thing has been happening, I have not seen... Maybe I do see clowns. And I just don't even notice it anymore because I see so much weird stuff. Yeah,
2: that wouldn't really make much of a difference. It doesn't. I mean,
0: Portland's getting slowly less weird, but it's still weird enough to where weird things just still kind of blend in.
2: Yep, pretty much.
0: Okay, and speaking of the clowns thing, McDonald's is now, of course, trying to be like, "Look at me!" And they're saying, "No, they're being—they're trying to be socially conscious, and they've been keeping Ronald McDonald under wraps so it doesn't startle anybody." Well, Ronald McDonald is
2: startling. It's an unnerving. Character. Uh,
0: so they have indeed kept Ronald McDonald uh, uh, under a low profile under reports of the creepy clown sightings. So McDonald's Corporation says it has been thoughtful in respect to the Ronald uh, to Ronald McDonald's participation in community events. So that's usually you know they'll have being like, "Hey kids, there's a balloon," mm-hmm. but they haven't been letting him do community events or you know the billions of him that there are probably all around the world.
2: No, there's only one. Okay. It's one Ronald McDonald. There's that one flies around. McDonald. Yeah. It's
0: like Santa. Just
2: one. Yeah, duh. Uh,
0: yeah, so uh that one Ronald McDonald isn't making his millions of appearances because of the current climate around clown sightings in communities.
2: Do you think there's a top-level Ronald McDonald? Like, who gets to play him at, like, the big corporate events?
0: Like, the big wig Ronald? Yeah, and
2: then he flies around to, like, smaller McDonald's and, and trains the other Ronald's?
0: I mean, there has to be. There's the one that there's looks... There's gotta
2: be some kind of hierarchy.
0: Because there is, like, the one that looks most authentic. I remember when I was a kid the original Ronald McDonald in the commercials and then do you remember when they changed it and his like face was ever so slightly no, different and you could tell that it was a different
2: Ronald that no, wasn't the original like, one um who was it that was uh the guy who does the birthday thing i don't know he might i don't know if he's still alive right now the guy who does the birthday thing on like the today show is like ann mabel and uh uh, Oak Parks, Minnesota She turned 95 today Happy birthday, Mabel And, you know, that guy uh-huh. He was a Ronald McDonald at some point Oh, really? Yeah Were you a Ronald McDonald at some point? No, I'm No, you No Children cannot be Ronald McDonald's I've never been one in my adult life I was life. gonna
0: say, in your adult life You've I've been had an a, actor in many things I've had a
2: billion jobs But, uh, no, that is not I've never been a Ronald McDonald, no Okay
0: just wanted to check. No, just making sure.
2: I just want to know who the top dog Ronald is. The top Ronald. Yeah, top Ronald. Mm-hmm. You could be America's next Ronald McDonald.
0: All right, so I know you're not big on the tattooing stuff, but you do you
2: you have one. Willard right? Scott, thank you. Oh my god.
0: Okay. Wait, the guy from Best in Show. What? Willard Scott.
2: Willard Scott is not in Best in
0: Show. Oh, I was thinking of a different actor. Never mind. Never mind.
2: I can't even figure out who you're thinking of. Fred Willard?
0: Yes, that's what I was thinking (laughs) of. That's exactly what I was thinking of. Thank you. Because I never hear Willard very much. And so that was what I associated it with. And then I'm like, I can kind of see him as Ronald McDonald. All right, Greg, so I know, so you have... How much you bench bench press (laughs) over there? So you have like a tattoo or two, right? I have one. You have one. One tattoo. One tattoo. Now, if you had the chance... It says,
2: let it Feel the burn.
0: It says, feel the burn, and it's on your back. Yep. Um, now, if you had the chance to have a world-renowned tattoo artist give you a tattoo, but you did not know what it was, but you could get it for free, would you get
2: it? No. Well, where is it?
0: Like, on your arm.
2: No. Definitely right, not. Well, Absolutely not. 100% all right, well,
0: no. A famous tattoo artist is offering his services free of charge in London, but customers who agree to it are not allowed to see what he is tattooing on them until it's done. Stop not putting, that. like, dongs on them or anything. Yeah, how
2: do I know he's not putting a dong on there? Uh,
0: so Scott Campbell, who has tattooed such celebrities, including Heath Ledger, Courtney Love, and Orlando Bloom, is <laughs> doing a project. What
2: does that mean for me? Like, <laughs> oh, well, okay, he gave Courtney Orlando Love. Bloom. <laughs> Orlando Bloom. Orlando <laughs> Bloom and Courtney Love, oh.
0: So he's doing an art project uh, at a gallery in London uh, called Whole Glory. Uh, so What? whole glo- I don't know. Well, So it's called whole glory uh, where people interested in free tattoos put their arm through a hole in the wall <laughs> and then he tattoos them. No.
2: A million times no. I'm not going to do that.
0: Uh, Scott Campbell on the other side of the wall then tattoos the customer's arms without giving them any input on the design or allowing them to see the progress until it's finished.
2: But why? Campbell why
0: would it- says anyone who wants to stick their arm through the hole can and I will tattoo it. I apply whatever design I feel the appendage needs, and the recipient has no insight as to what it is until it's completed, and they pull their arm out of the hole. There was no communication and no contact other than me giving them the tattoo.
2: Would you do this?
0: It's a chance for people to not take their physical selves too seriously and take part in an exchange of faith that will literally change who they are for the rest of their life.
2: Yeah, but why would I want to take part in that? Like, there's plenty of ways I can have faith in other people without... Having it permanently on my arm because whatever that guy decides. What if he's having a bad day? Like, what if he just had a bad—I don't know—he had some lunch and his stomach's upset and he wants to hurry and get out of there. It's like, all right, well, we got to tattoo something here. Like, eh. what would his
0: bad day rush? I don't know, be?
2: squiggly lines. Then he says it's art or something. I don't know. I don't know what it would be, but I don't want it. Yeah, what well, if I he misspells want- something?
0: I do kind of want to look up to see like what are these, what some of the examples are, because I actually didn't look that up.
2: Would you do it? Um, probably not. But you'd think about it. Of. You'd shove your arm through a hole and let some random no. person tattoo it.
0: Glory tattoos. No, I would not shove my arm through a hole. All the tattoos aren't actually that bad. I mean, they're kind of weird.
2: Hole glory?
0: W-H-O-L-E glory. Actually, they're kind of cool.
2: Yeah, maybe. You would let some guy randomly... Okay, new bet. No. Next no, time we make no, a bet, I get no, to pick what tattoo not. you get.
0: absolutely fucking not.
2: You close your eyes. Uh, Okay. <laughs> I don't think these are... Necess- Tattoos are a very personal thing.
0: To you? Maybe they are art to somebody else. It depends. It all depends on... Well, yeah, but if it's going to
2: be on your body, wouldn't you want to have some input on what the art is?
0: It depends on how you view art on your body. Like, to you, it's something... It has to mean something significant to somebody else. Maybe they just want a beautiful piece of art on their body or something
2: Yeah, but you know, beauty is subjective.
0: Beauty is subjective. And maybe just the beauty of ha- trusting someone to put their art on your body is enough for the person who gets it. And that is the definition of beauty being Looks like it's a whole lot of
2: uh, elbow eyeballs. Elbow eyeball. Seems to be his go-to.
0: And finally have a story out of, we're going to take a whole new direction. Story out of Pennsylvania. A Pennsylvania police officer is in trouble. After being accused of. What do you think he
2: was accused of? Well, I don't know. Where, I don't know. Where are we going with this?
0: Furiously masturbating in his oh, car. Okay. But All he right. said, no, 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 I wasn't doing anything wrong. I was just trying to stay awake on my patrol. <laughs> Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, here we go. Bethlehem patrolman Glenn C. Woolard ended his night shift and was driving home when he decided, oh, he was getting oh, a little tired.
2: A little tuckered out. A
0: little, a little he wanted to take a little snoozer, but he's like, yeah. Not that. I I, I can't fall asleep yet. So he decided to pull down his basketball shorts, which, why is he wearing basketball shorts if he's on patrol?
2: It says he was on patrol?
0: Yes. He pulled down his basketball shorts. Well, it says, all right, so maybe, yeah, it says patrolman ended his night shift. So maybe he had changed out of his patrol pants. Into his shiny shorts. And into his shiny shorts. Okay. And exposed himself, according to court records. Now, a woman in a truck was driving next to a Woolard sedan as they both were driving, And she was shocked what she saw, uh, telling a state trooper who took the report that he was, quote, waving it around and fondling himself while he was driving. So the woman gave the sedan's license plate number to (laughs) the police, who then went to Woolard's nearby house. Now, at first, Patrolman Woolard denied the allegations, saying, no, it's blasphemy. I would never do that. I was not furiously masturbating. But then... Broke down quickly and did confess. The 35-year-old patrolman did indeed admit to exposing himself. Um, also, he admitted to doing it previously a week earlier. In so the he was trying
2: lot. to get people to notice.
0: Yeah, uh, he was trying to. I don't
2: understand that. Like, if you want people to notice, but you're in a patrol car, like you don't think you're going to get right in trouble?
0: I don't know. I mean, maybe it's just like, what are you going to do? It's like, well, you're not. You're going to get in trouble for it yeah. for exposing yourself. Yes, yeah, so also a week earlier, uh, he did admit to doing it in the parking lot of a no. Target store where a woman said he had his window down as if he wanted to be seen, and he was also wearing shiny basketball shorts. So oh, uh, he is now like in them trouble. shiny shorts. So just because you're a Pennsylvania police officer doesn't mean you can get away with furiously masturbating in public. That, my friends, is your world of crazy.
2: Crazy. <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. Um... That's that's so disturbing. It is disturbing. <laughs> okay. Now I'm going to look at every parked car now and just assume somebody's in there. Don't ever look in
0: parked cars. Bro. I never make eye contact with anyone sitting in a parked car. They're probably never doing anything good.
2: God, they probably are. You know, people park out inside of, outside of my house all yes, the they time.
0: Do. Yes, they do. Nine out of ten of them, I better.
2: They just doing pick my house? Why my street?
0: I don't know. It's a long street. Lots of parking.
2: God, they do. That's like All hours of the night, I'll see people pull over. And they'll just sit there mm-hmm. for like 10 minutes and Makes then leave.
0: Sense. See, there's no parking in my neighborhood, so that's why I don't have to worry.
2: God, am I like that neighborhood? Mm-hmm. They all know to go there? Yep. Well, that sucks. All right, uh, some quick ball talk. Balls through the wall. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Oh. Uh, first up in ball talk, some news that actually might make you feel better about yourself and your own injuries. Although, sucks for this guy. The Miami Dolphins offensive lineman Laramie Tunsil was inactive on Sunday due to, due to an ankle injury that happened when he was getting out of the shower. Uh-oh. Yep, he slipped when he was out of the, coming out of the shower. That gonna, terrifies me. Yeah, me too. All the time, yeah. I'm always worried about that. Have you ever fallen in the shower?
0: No, not in the shower, but I've fallen outside of it. Remember when, uh, a few years ago?
2: Oh, yeah, when yeah, I yeah. When I slipped
0: and I had like... Half of a softball size, like that's not because you were running. Because I was running because I was in the shower and i forgot to turn off my alarm and my building is very echoey and it was early in the morning, so I was going to work and I'm like shit, and I ran from my shower to try and turn off my alarm clock and yeah, slipped. Just push. how'd that go again? It push. it really hurt.
2: Okay. Yeah. Well, anyway, he is uh was held out of uh, last week's game, may not even get to come back for this week's game, all because he slipped coming out of the shower. That Moving on sucks. in ball talk. Uh, just a couple of news, a uh, couple of words here. Well, also in, uh, I'll go back to some major league baseball stuff here at the very end. But uh, Colin Kaepernick, you may be familiar with the name Colin Kaepernick. Mm-hmm. He is going to be getting the start for the San Francisco 49ers this coming month. Well, a uh, month, week.
0: Okay. Oh, week Does he six. not usually start?
2: No, he sucks. Oh. Yeah, he oh. used to be really good, and he got like a huge, huge contract, um, and then he just, then people figured out what he did. And they stopped him, and then he he sucked.
0: Oh, okay, because I just remember him being good. I didn't remember the downfall. He was
2: good. He was good. For like a couple of years, he was really good. He was Mm. like the next big thing, and then everybody just figured out how to stop him from doing that one thing, and turns out, oh, you don't have any more tricks. (laughs)
0: That that (laughs) was That was was your trick. That was your trick.
2: Uh, But the 49ers suck, and so uh, Blaine Gabbert is getting benched, and Colin Kaepernick will get a chance to start, which in that system with Chip Kelly it might actually be a pretty good thing I'm kind of surprised they hadn't done it already so we'll see what happens but uh, he will however continue to do his kneeling beforehand but now he'll actually be playing football in addition to doing that uh, moving on in ball talk this is something I'm only bringing this up because I can't wait to see what happens with this there is a now former NFL player by the name of Greg Hardy now I brought him up last year he's a piece of shit okay Greg Hardy Used to be a good player. Mm-hmm. Uh, played on the Carolina Panthers and then last with the Dallas Cowboys. You can look up what he did and what he was accused of. Um, a lot of domestic violence stuff and threatening a woman and beating somebody and uh, just a bunch of horrible shit. And he's just dumb as fuck, too, because it just kept. It, you can look up a long litany list of Greg Hardy things of how, okay. what an asshole this guy is. All right. So not a good guy. Not a good guy and so much so that even though he's really good at football he's not getting another chance. So, he has decided to join the MMA. He's training to join the MMA and start an MMA career. The reason I'm excited about this is you get to watch him get his ass kicked.
0: That's true <laughs> if he's like that unlikable.
2: Yeah. Oh no, it's great. Like I will watch that MMA match. Now he's a big he's a big big dude. But
0: that doesn't matter in
2: that MMA. That doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's lots of big dudes, and he has just started training martial arts. In martial arts, so they're thinking he'll fight for the first time in 2017. I will watch that match. No, I won't. Oh, I, I want to watch, watch it. It's I want bloody. to watch him get get beat up. I really do. I really dislike that guy. That's enough for me to, to want to watch that match. Wow, you really don't like him. He he sucks. Okay. Like if you if you look up the stuff about him, Greg Hardy is really really sucks. Okay. Yeah. Like, I want to see him get his ass kicked. Fair enough. So that's it. Just leaving that there so everybody can get excited about that. Uh, And uh, moving on to ball talk, Tim Tebow still playing Class A baseball but now doing a classy thing for his teammates. So, see what I did there? Class A baseball and then I tied classy Mm -hmm. into that. So online right now there is an autographed Tim Tebow baseball bat that is uh, I believe it's on eBay.
0: Is it the one that he hit the home run with?
2: No, I don't think so. But it is up for $4,500. Ooh. Signed Tim Tebow bat because Tim Tebow followers are fanatical about Tim Tebow. Oh, yeah. Like, they they love everything Tim Tebow. And it was tracked down, and it turns out this is being auctioned off by one of his teammates in single-A baseball. Now, in single-A baseball, you're not making very much money. Like you, it's it's barely a livable wage. Yeah, playing that. They're not. This isn't major league baseball. This is single A baseball, and uh, it looks like Tim Tebow is actually doing that for his teammates if they want him to sign something so they can sell it.
0: Oh, that's really nice. Because yeah,
2: he's loaded. I mean, he's yeah. rich, rich beyond rich. But uh, yeah, so he's helping out some of his poorer teammates.
0: Oh, that's really cool.
2: Yeah, so it's up there for sale. So. Even uh, with permission from Tim Tebow. All right, and finally in ball talk, Major League Baseball playoffs continue today. The Chicago Cubs will be taking on the San Francisco Giants. Did after they win, Did
0: the Cubs win last night?
2: A, the Cubs did not win last night. It went to 13 innings. Like the game went past midnight Pacific time. I don't even know when it ended. Uh, and the Giants. Midnight Pacific, like our time. Pacific time. time. That's how long this game was.
0: Oh my god.
2: 13, 13 innings. I think it was the bottom of the 13th all Right, right inning. before I
0: went to bed last night, I saw someone like post something online, like, all right, Cubbies. And I'm like, it was eleven thirty. I'm like, maybe their phone was delayed or something. No,
2: that game was still going. Jesus. So Chicago time, I mean, figure that's another two hours. So that was the middle I mean, that's basically early morning is when that thing got done. Chicago time. Wow. Two two something, I guess. Probably two or three. Um, but yeah, so they're going to be playing again here in just a couple of hours. They uh, they will be playing again. If the Cubs win, they move on. If they lose, there will be a fifth game So they in finished the game
0: like less than 12 hours ago.
2: Yeah. Or about 12
0: hours ago, and now they're playing again.
2: Yeah, basically. Jesus. Yeah, there's about about 14 hours difference in between the games, so they're going to be all really tired, which should be pretty re- interesting to watch. Because figure they had to leave the stadium, go home, Mm and then get up and come back. They probably have to be there 3 hours before the game. Yeah. So it'll it'll be it'll be interesting. Oh, wow. All right. What All right, I, I kind
0: of want to watch that then.
2: Kind of do too. Yeah. All right. Well, there we go. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk.
0: Woohoo!
2: Yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah. All right. How are you doing over there, sir? All my water is cut up with me. <laughs> oh, did somebody drink too much water?
0: I have. I've had like three giant bottles of
2: Uh-oh. water.
0: Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I'm very hydrated, Greg. I'm very hydrated.
2: Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Well, send us an email, Radio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. You are all fantastic, and we really appreciate we it very, very much. Mm-hmm. Very much.
0: Very, very
2: much. Had a great time at your party. Well, I don't even I, know what, what you're doing. Thank you very much. Um, thank you to Jen for coming on Fun Employment Radio. Yes. And tomorrow we'll be back at our normal time at noon o'clock. Noon o'clock. Pacific. We'll be there live. All right. Tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio.
0: Back on, bye, friends.